Hello and welcome to the Daily Action Podcast, where we scour the sports universe and make picks on the most interesting events of the day. It is the last day of November. It is the 30th of November. It is Monday. Um, We've got a Monday night football game. We've got a lot of college basketball, which you're already on and you're already making money. Um, and what else do we have? Is that it? There's no, there's no fights. There's just Seattle, Philly tonight and lots of college basketball, right? Correct. Not, not a bad night. Um, cool. So why don't we, why don't we just start with the Seattle Philly game? Um, we'll probably do a full week recap tomorrow. Uh, but just want to get your take on that game tonight. Yeah, I mean, I think we when we talked about this on Saturday or Sunday, we kept this one probably the shortest recap of um, right. of any game, and we were both said, no question, give me the Seahawks minus four and a half. I don't know, I haven't looked at the line since I locked it in then, but I'm sure it's moved around a little bit. Uh, and yeah, I'm still very confident on Seattle. I like them all the way up to a touchdown. Um, so whatever that line is, I I would take it. And then I'm looking at a few player props. I like Dallas Goddard, the tight end for the Philadelphia Eagles to score. No Zach Ertz tonight. What, this has clearly been Wentz's favorite target when uh, Goddard's been playing. He is plus 250 to score. Absolutely love him. Jacob Hollister, tight end for the Seattle Seahawks, plus 300. And then a super, super long shot. This could be a fun one. There's been reports that Jalen Hurts is going to play more tonight. They're going to put him in for some special packages, might switch off series. I like Hertz to get in the end zone at plus twelve hundred. Uh, so yeah, those are my so, three plays. I've got Jalen Hertz at plus two sixty. At plus two sixty, okay. So when I was looking this morning, that's what the line was at plus twelve hundred. Wow. So something must have switched over. Because uh, I was, I kept reading that they they might switch off series. He's going to get a lot of playing time. So if it's down to there, someone knows something. So. I still like it, but plus twelve hundred is looking looking pretty good right now. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm jealous. You got it at plus two hundred. Uh, and then who did you say? Um, which... Dallas, Dallas Goddard's my favorite of the night. I got that, and I'll, I'm happy to take that. Zach Ertz is out, right? Correct. And, and then guy. who Jacob, is Jacob Hollister? Ah, at plus nice, three twenty-five. Yeah, nice big target down there for Russell Wilson. I think Greg Olson's banged up. Will Disley's banged up. So, you know, Hollister has an opportunity. We all know how great Wilson is. The Eagles aren't great against tight ends. Uh, so, you know, I see an opportunity there at the the plus money. So we always try to find those types of plays on this podcast. So I'm giving you one, one, one like that today. Nice. I wonder if Russ will get in the end zone. I have a feeling he does. Yeah, I don't think he ha- – I don't know if he has a rushing touchdown this year. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I, he, he, he's definitely due for one. Yeah, and then I, I'm not – I don't like taking unfavorable odds on people to score, so I'm not touching the Metcalf line. But, I mean, right? he's, gonna, he's probably going to get in the end zone. Yep. Um, I think I'm going to take Russ, too. Cool. What are the odds? Uh, 325. Nice. Yeah, Philly's just like – they could just dance all over these guys. Um, line's at six and a half. I feel like it's a no-brainer. I'm not touching it until the game starts. Um, but that's – you know, hopefully, all I can hope for is for the Eagles to come down and uh, score a touchdown, kick a field goal, something like that. Um, 
You want to talk about a lock real quick? Let me give you a lock. I was watching the Giants game yesterday. Mm-hmm. And the Giants went down the field and scored a touchdown. Yep. And then they kicked the ball off, and the Bengals returned it for a touchdown. And the first half over under went to 33. That was the easiest under I have ever taken in my entire life. Wow. It's like they gave them credit. It's like the algorithm like skipped something and they forgot the situation with the Bengals. I mean, that almost covered for the game. Right? Right. Yeah. Um, so that was the easiest pick that I made yesterday. As soon as I saw that, I was like, you gotta be kidding me. That that seems like a that seemed like a mistake. Yeah, so anyway, let's talk a little bit about tonight. Uh, so you are, are you in Lockville yet with, with these NCAA picks? I mean, I know you're, I know you're, you're, you're pretty warm. Um, yeah. So I, I don't like using the L word uh, too often. Uh, talking about lock. Uh, so, you know, <laughs> college basketball is so, so tough to predict, but I think I've gotten it down pretty well so far this season. The record speaks for itself. I have a tweet out right now. With the under 142.5 in Indiana Providence, they scored 61 points in the first half, so that's looking pretty good. Uh, I have a few other plays tonight that I really like. I know one that you really like. Um, we'll get to that maybe a little bit later. So to start, the 7 p.m. game, Georgia State traveling to Mercer, and I'm all over Georgia State in this game. I got it in at Georgia State minus 1.5. I think it's up to 3.5 now. Uh, both these teams are – Solid. They both score the ball. They're pretty fast-paced. Um, and Georgia State opened up their season against Georgia Tech, and they put up 123 points. Uh, but that game also went to four overtimes. It was an exciting game to watch. They have a uh, few fun players to watch. Justin Roberts is averaging 24.5 points a game. Corey Allen is averaging 20 points a game. And Mercer has a pretty good backcourt, too. Uh, this should be a fun game, but I think the veteran lineup of Georgia State is going to carry them to victory here. So I do like Georgia State to win this game probably by five, six, seven points tonight. And then at 9 p.m., I think this game is on national television, 9.30, uh, Stanford traveling to Alabama to play the Crimson Tide. And Alabama is minus one, and I love them minus one. They are led by Coach Nate Oates. I don't know how much you know about him. He was at Buffalo turned their program around, was a top 20 team for the last few years, and he got a job over in Alabama, and he's turned around the program there pretty quickly. Solid year last year. Expectations are high this year. They're going to have to shoot the ball better than they did against Jacksonville State if they're going to want to win. Uh, Stanford's very good defensively, but Alabama's very, very good offensively. When they start hitting their shots, they're going to be a tough team to beat in the SEC. Stanford, I understand, has five of their top seven scores back from last year. Uh, but I just think it's going to be too much Alabama uh, in this game uh, and led by the better coach in Nate Oates tonight at 930. Nice. That sounds like a fun one. A little bit of a late a little late action. Exactly. Um, I've never really been on Alabama basketball, but, but I'm open to it. <laughs> I think it'd be fun to watch. Um, well, I've got one pick I feel really good about tonight, and we were talking a little bit about this before the pod. Um I think you've got a friendly line on that UNC-UNLV game. So UNC, uh, in their first game, they won by 19. They beat Coastal Carolina by 19 points. Or sorry, College of Charleston by 19 points. Um, and 
on the on the same day UNLV lost to Montana State by 13 points. Um, I think UNC comes out here and just destroys them in this game. I think they score 85 points. I don't think UNLV scores over 70 points. Um, I think they score under 70 points. And I, I think North Carolina wins big. I wouldn't be surprised if that line moves pretty drastically pretty quickly. And so it's currently it, – it opened at 13. Um, and I will double check uh, and let you know where it is today. But yeah. what are your thoughts on that game while I dive into yeah, it? Yeah, so I actually – I have this one at 12 and a half. Um, I really like UNC every way tonight. I probably would like their team total over. I like them first half. I think it's minus six and a half or minus seven. Uh, and yeah, the UNLV, the running Rebels, came out, are coming off a brutal loss to Montana State, 91 to 78. Uh, and yeah, no, I mean, Montana State is not a good basketball team. The fact that they lost to them says something here. I understand this line isn't as big as we think it will be. It's got to be because of the struggles UNC had against Carlos Charleston. But Roy Williams will have his team ready to go. All business tonight. I love UNC. Um, and then another big thing to consider in this game, this game was supposed to take place in Maui, so in Hawaii. Instead, it's going to be be played in Asheville, North Carolina, which is a short drive for the Tar Heels, but a cross-country trip for UNLV. So a struggling team traveling cross-country, playing a top team in the country every year is a bad recipe. So give me the Tar Heels all day. I'm with you. Uh, I, I just I think it, it feels like a lock of a night. Um, I don't. I think I'm a little bit more conservative, just considering the way UNC played in that last game. Are they going to be hot enough to cover in the first half? Um, but it really it could be just it could you know they could be winning forty one to <laughs> to seventeen at the end of that first half. So um, I will. I will probably tail the first half. I think it was seven points. Seven. Yeah. And then the game is currently at 13. So I think it's a good play. I think it's a lot of fun. UNC is a fun team to watch. Game's at 7 o'clock. It's a perfect time to watch a basketball game. Um, so I think I think this one is a – I think this one's locked in. Yeah, and then a, um, another game I wanted to talk about is the um, Xavier basketball game. Um, they are playing Eastern Kentucky. And this is actually one of my favorite plays. When I woke up this morning and I saw this, this is one of my favorite plays on the board. Um, I like the over 144. I understand that's a lot of points. Both these teams can score the basketball. Uh, Eastern Kentucky scored 80 points and then 60 points respectively in both of their first two games. And then looking at Xavier, 101 and 76. Both these teams score a lot of points. 144 seems about right as a line, but I think this is going to be back and forth. Eastern Kentucky is pretty solid. Uh, better than you would expect. They're fun to watch. They have a few good guards. Um, so I, I like that over tonight a lot at 7 p.m. That's a big one. Yep. That's Eastern Kentucky basketball. Eastern Kentucky basketball. All right. Um, that sounds good. And then what's the I, – I did I, – God, I haven't even looked today. What's the current status? Is that game going to get played tomorrow night or is it it's still – It's going back and forth. It's actually very weird. All these reports I keep getting – just got this one report saying, let's see, let it load up here. Ravens players still have not been giving any guidance on when or if the team will be leaving for Pittsburgh. Chances of postponement for Tuesday's game now increasing by the hour. And now there's a snowstorm moving into Pittsburgh, and they don't know if they're even going to be able to get in because of the storm. So as of right now, they're still in Baltimore. 
And I would, if I could bet on it, I would bet that they do not play tomorrow. That's too bad. That would have been an amazing Tuesday night football game, but I completely get yeah, it. Yeah, no, I mean, if, if they do play, Lamar's out regardless, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, it's going to be so interesting to see those. I think they need to do a bubble. I think they need to do a playoff bubble. I think we're at that point. This weekend was weird. This weekend was very weird. Yeah, the Bronco, whole Broncos situation. Yeah, I mean, if you're a betting person, I hope that you looked at that Broncos situation and said, "This should be free money, right?" Well, yeah. I mean, imagine if you were imagine if you were one of those ticket holders who had the Saints at minus six and a half before that news came out. How good would you yeah. be feeling going into that game? Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, you could have gotten them at twenty four. Yeah, no, that was that was funny. Vegas, Vegas had to have been sweating that entire game. Yeah, I mean, it was – and I guess a lot of people don't touch it because, like, you really don't know on the other side of it, right? It's like, what if this guy comes out and, you know, the fifth-string quarterback is good? Um, but that went pretty much as it was expected to go. 31 points makes sense for the Saints against that defense and then three points because there's no offense when there's no quarterback. Um, did, did, did you see Did you see the report that they the Broncos submitted a request to have their um... – one of their offensive line coach play quarterback in the game, but the NFL said no. Seriously? Yeah. I'll send you the article. It was hilarious. God. That must – yeah, man. That was so weird. Um, crazy. All right. Well, enjoy the basketball today. It's fun to kind of have it in the on in the background if you're studying or working or whatever it is that you're doing. Um, enjoy it. And then, yeah, I'm going to get into it. I'm going to take a look at that Xavier game. Yeah, keep, keep an eye on some of my plays. I'll, I'll tweet them out. I'll text them to you. Uh, busy week with work, but, you know, I'll have the basketball games on in the background. I'll, I'm, I'm on it. All right. Enjoy. All right. See you. Bye.